to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. Well, my brother, Harold, asked me to be the best man at his wedding. I was like, oh, of course, man. Because you've always been there for me. Like when I was in rehab... And uh, like the time I couldn't find my car. Because Harold, you know, he's always been the dependable one. And I've always been the screwed up one. Right, Dad? <laughs> Why can't you be more like your brother? Uh, Harold would never beat up his landlord. <laughs> he's drunk as shit. <laughs> but, uh... Newsflash, Pop. <laughs> Harold ain't so perfect. Remember that time in Puerto Rico when we picked up those two, uh... Well, I guess they were prostitutes, but I don't remember paying. Jay here, BossBoopSarcasm.com. And if you want, if you do, I happen to be at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. Or if you're just looking for a friend request, I won't send one because I got better shit to do. But you can find me on there also. Uh, facebook.com slash POS sarcasm and facebook.com slash positive sarcasm. TikTok is still legal in the United States. Congratulations. Uh, you can find me there at positive sarcasm or you can email me directly at positive sarcasm at Outlook.com, and of course, visit my website, PositiveSarcasm.com, for all your posing music, movie reviews, and common complaints and needs and things like that. All right, whatever. We're fucking I'm done. Now I'm just rambling. If I look like I just got fucked by a gorilla, well, it's probably because I got fucked by a gorilla. Sad. He'll be in, he'll be in trauma for years. Uh, no, it's because I spent all day shooting a wedding. I was up at uh, 5.30 making coffee, and then I was out the door by, by 7.45, and I was in, the, I was on venue location, on venue location, trying to make everything sound intelligent. <sighs> Where does all the time go? What happened to my dreams? I was there by 9 o'clock. I was already surveying the situation. Here's the thing. Um, the weather fucking sucked, all right? And 
there's I preach this time and time again. There's no such thing as a perfect wedding. Never. Ever, ever, ever. There's no you see like um you see the pictures, you see the videos, and it's supposed to be this picture picture picturesque man, I'm fucked up today. I didn't even drink. Picturesque Beauty and the Beast moment. And it's very Disney-like and all these pictures and everything's set up perfect. It's just, it isn't, it's never that way. Most weddings are fucking disasters. Always. Every single time that somebody's running late or this is screwed up or the weather was shit or some, or, you know, the best man or the, or, or somebody, or the best man or the, or the maid of honor has a terrible speech or an uncomfortable speech. There's fights, DWI arrests. There's people you didn't want to invite, people who crashed the party. It's just that's how weddings are. My advice to anybody getting married, simple. Design your own, design a wedding for you. Never for anybody else, always for you. It's important that you and your SIG have the best time. That's it. Everything else, who gives a shit? People want to come. First of all, it's a free party. Okay, free party. You get to show up, eat for free, have a good time. You don't like it, you leave. So always design a wedding for the best for the for your best interests because it's your day. Simple as that. The uh, but the rain. I mean, first of all, that was like the big thing because we had the hurricane that went through Texas, and then what happens is it generally makes a loop around, and then the Midwest, and then we in the Northeast get all the get the leftovers. So no Sunday leftovers. How convenient. So that we were dealing with that all morning. But it's like, okay, what do you want me to do? So I, I try to get there as early as possible when nobody's around, when uh, the venue is pretty much closed or just getting set up so I can survey the situation. The weather was bad. Everybody was still practically still, they were pretty much drunk from the night before. So that's when I get most of my work done is right before anything else, anything else pops off. But it was, it was, it was fine. I mean, it was, it was, it was really no, that was the only issue I had to deal with was trying to plan out the, the rain and when that was going to subside, if it was going to subside, and the windows of opportunity that we had available to us. But other than that, it was basically, it was just normal. I mean, we had some, we had to deal with some COVID restrictions, like the, the guest list had to get shrunk down by about, I don't know, 25%. Um, and there were some other issues, but besides that, it was, it's perfectly fine. And, um, Things did eventually clear out. It was just one of those. It was like that underlying issue that everybody was paying attention to because I was driving from the venue. Once I did some other additional shots and whether or not my gear was going to get soaked, but I had plans for that in general. Um, and the issues I had to deal with and the issues that other people had to deal with. Things that you may run into and you can utilize um, as things to avoid later on, like cleaning up messes after the end of the wedding. But well, actually, the first thing, yeah, the, the rain was the most important issue. So I went and checked on the bride, checked on the brides, everybody that was in there, you know, lady party, went up there, make sure they were all taken care of. Their hair was all up in the little bun thingies and stuff like that. They were getting their makeup done. They were getting their Pedialyte in so they had enough electrolytes to get through the rest of the wedding. Um, and then once that was done, they made sure that I made sure that they were all set. She didn't need anything. I mean, they don't need anything. I'm just kind of there. It's just to help out and get some initial B-roll shots. And then I went downstairs to check on the groom. Groom was there. Uh, and Irish dad-in-law was checking on the weather. Uh, it just, you know, it's like, oh, I'm from Ireland. I know how to read the weather, you know? Oh, it's 30%. You know, just like sort of him, like 
that was kind of his like, oh, this is the thing I know best. It's like, so th- once that was all handled, um, I got out of that scenario and then went back to just making sure that everybody was on the bus on time, helping out the photographer as I always do, because they kind of run the show. They're part time coordinator. During the actual wedding, though, it was it wasn't too. Once we had the the photographer take care of some of their business, it was it was fine. Like as far as like, man, I'm fucking off it today. Whatever, we'll just push through it. Sunday leftovers. I don't have to be perfect. Um, I'm never perfect. Weather clearing. So about fifteen, about mm, when they said the weather was gonna clear, it eventually did. But we didn't know if if we had it was a small window because it was an outdoor ceremony and the seats were soaking wet because basic they have to set up the entire event in the morning. The seats have to be out. The altar has to be up. The tent has to be done. The tables have to be unfolded. And then they come back tomorrow and they clean up everything else. So you have 80 something seats completely soaking wet. You have to unwrap everything in the middle of the rain, wipe everything down. Do the wedding, the whole entire ceremony, and of course the pictures, which takes can depending upon what type of uh, ceremony you have, the size of the party. Pictures can take fifteen twenty minutes, or they can fucking take two hours. It, I mean, and it can get annoying and it can get frustrating. But we man- and so we managed to get through that. So in the meantime, you're running back and forth. I feel like sometimes, like when I'm at a, when I'm shooting a wedding or shooting an event, I'm doing too much running around. Like I feel like Ray Lewis in the early part of his career, where he was just running back and forth because he had the speed. As he got older, he realized I don't have to run all the way over here just to run him back over here. I can just wait here and watch the running back do that. And if he makes this move, I can stand right here. And when that pocket comes opens up, I can just run right through it and blast this dude. So I'm getting a little smarter at picking my spots. And making sure that if I have six cameras, if I have like three to six cameras recording at one time, I don't have to run between angles. I can just hit record on all of them, walk away. And if one camera fails, I can just either get rid of it, which I did in front of everybody. Like there was was a moment where I had two GoPros going and one of them had a a glitchy button and it just stopped recording. So before the, the ceremony got started, I, I literally just ripped the GoPro off the altar and almost it almost landed in the ocean and just fucking chucked it completely out of frame. Uh, then, But the other one was running fine, so I'm like, that's good enough for me. I just didn't want to deal with it. I had a bunch of other cameras running. I haven't even really looked at the footage yet. I have it just all converting in the background. But it is, it's pure, for me, it's it's just chaos. It's just a blur. You're just pointing everything at one in one specific direction and praying that all your gear works right. Uh but after that it was it was pretty much smooth sailing. Once we got the ceremony over that once that staged that scripted part is over and done with, everybody sort of breathes a sigh of relief. And then you can kind of everybody relaxes, starts to have a few drinks, gets a little food in them. That's it. The hardest part of the ceremony is the lead up to it, prepping for the scripted part and then the actual ceremony itself. That's the hardest part. And it's the short and it's the shortest part. It's the shortest part. So if everybody does their job for that point, I mean the pictures you can get before or the pictures you can get after. I can tell you one thing though, when people are getting their pictures taken, nobody's happy. Afterwards when they have like the the leftovers that the that the photographer's doing, the leftovers are no big deal. 
But the lead up or the aftermath, as far as like before you take a picture, like the, if you take pictures before the ceremony or after, those nobody's really in a good mood during those because they have to stand still. They got to do these pose, these scripted shots and the fake smiles and all that shit. Nothing. It's nothing. And this is nothing against the photographer. N- nothing at all. This is nothing to do with it. It's just that's the job. This is what you signed up for. You wanted pictures. You get pictures, and you have to do this if you want good pictures. It's just, it's not, it's not fun. It isn't, it, to, to me, it's not. And it's not easy for the photographer either because they got to, they got to freaking corral all these fucking sheep and get them. Like, you stand over here and then you sit. Nope, you come back. Nope. Okay, we need these people. Where the fuck did the groom go? We need all that. They, they have to deal with that. Whereas I'm just kind of standing back and be like, just reviewing the chaos. But we were doing it before the ceremony, and then it was crunch time because we didn't want it to rain while everybody was sitting in place after wiping down almost 90 seats. But after chucking the GoPro and the rain finally clearing and uh, the, that whole issue and the, the, you know, the groom almost having a fucking meltdown, it went off, and it was fine. And obviously, I won't put go into any further details about the actual reception because there's some craziness that I have on camera that hopefully I can display in a ma- in a in a manner that I can only truly understand. But a shout out to Rye PD for just being good sports and kind of, well, for the most part, just staying out of the way and letting everybody party and have a good time by the seacoast, and then helping me get everybody on the bus and back to the hotel. And then that's it. Just that's it. That's your job as cops. Help out if possible and stay the fuck out of the way. That's exactly what they did. Made it so much easier for me, clearing everybody out, and then they can go home. And that's that's just, that's it. That's all. Just do your thing. Cool. All right, go home. Awesome. Nobody really gave us any shit about, you know, health restrictions or what have you. It was just, it was a private event, a rented venue, and we were following guidelines. So nobody had to be like all masked up and shit, with the exception of a couple employees. So we didn't have to deal with that silliness. Uh, as far as me filming, it was, I felt like it was my big audition. Like I've done, I've shot weddings before in much crazier environments, but I, I felt a little nervous in this one because just the 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 weather, the rat. I was a little rattled because of the rain. I was a little rattled because of the rain. I was a little rattled because there was there was a lot of people. It was a big wedding. It was people I knew. There was a lot. There's just a lot involved. And I ha- and like like I said, I haven't even like right now in the background. The footage is converting. It's doing uh some some nerd shit right now while I'm doing the podcast. And I just haven't really touched the footage yet. So obviously, I'm I'm always nervous before I dive into a new topic, depending upon what angles I have to work with, depending upon audio quality, uh, and I never follow a generic guideline for how I do these. Granted, I have ideas of what I'm going to do, but it's always a creative toss-up. Because weddings never go according to plan, you don't, you can't coordinate it. You can't be like, oh, you stand over here and read this little poem and you take this shot right here and look into each other's eyes like this. That's fucking retarded. That never works. In my opinion, that doesn't work as a real thing. That's like, that's that's Hollywood. It's not real. You want to be in the moment, whatever the moment gives you. And then go from there. Granted, it, it, it doesn't need to look like the fucking L.A. riots, but you have to make sure that when you put a piece together, um, it looks like... It looks real. 
It looks like you're in the moment. You're there at the wedding. Now, if you want to play, if you want to be creative, uh, be creative afterwards with some ideas, then yeah, as long as you get through the main piece of, you know, review, you know, once you edit through it and it's fluid and it looks really good and you've reviewed, you obviously watched it 86 times, uh, then you can put it on a drive and give it to, well, review it with the client and make sure that the client likes it. But like I said, I don't want to start editing today because number one, I'm mentally not with it because you are shooting all the, the entire day. You are up early. You were out the night before prepping all your gear. So you have, if you have six cameras, you've got 12 batteries. And if you've got 12 batteries, you've got, you know, you've got to, uh, you've got to charge all that shit. So you need all the plugs. What are you going to bring with you? What kind of recharging units? Where are you going to store them? How mobile are you going to be with all that gear? Where can you plan? Uh, where can you plan it? Oh, it's raining. Now I can't, now I have to bring not one set of clothes, but four set of clothes. I'm going to need extra shoes because I'm probably going to get soaked. Do I need to bring freaking deodorant? Yeah, I probably do. Um, and then as far as like a go bag of food, that's another thing. Because they always say, you know, you can eat. There's, there'll be food available for you. That takes you out of the moment. So I don't want to do that. I don't like doing that. If there's like a cookie or like a piece of cornbread or like a little something like there and you can kind of grab it and go back to what you're being paid or contracted to do good then i'll do that but i won't sit there and be like okay i need to eat now no bring your own if you are paid to do a job a significant amount of money bring your own fucking food grab beef jerky put it in your go bag grab some cappuccino uh protein bars put those in your bag there was some delicious i if i still had the company's name i'd recommend them to you they're really good um and then bring your own electrolytes Bring your own Gatorade or kombucha or whatever your energy supplement or the the four the C packets, whatever it is, whatever you whatever fits your body for food during the day, bring it and put it in your go bag, so that while you're filming and stuff like that, you can be, I mean, for me, beef jerky is the ultimate go to, definitely the ultimate go to. Don't eat anything that makes you bloated. Don't eat anything that eat anything that drags you down or takes time to eat. You can grab a piece of jerk, jerky. You can grab a bar. You can grab. You can take a swig of something that has a lot of nu- that's nutrient dense, like kombucha or Gatorade or something like that. Maybe not Gatorade, but you know what I mean. Something with that's going to give you the energy and the the nutritional support. Um, but yeah, you're you're doing all the charging and the the packing of your bags the night before, and then yeah, it, this that whole thing. But I, it's it's totally cool. I mean, I just. All these things are going through my head, the creative styling of it and what I'm going to uh, do the night before and then the whole event taking place over in general. But, you know, like the next day, like right now, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Got home at one. I mean, obviously, it's it's a big thing. It was a huge lead up and... You know, I like to go through some of the the generic detail, the generic details of shooting a wedding. Some particulars, as far as like it, when you're in the moment. Uh, this is the first time actually during a wedding where I got like emotional while shooting. Like one of the girls, Jordan, came up to me and she's like, "Were you crying while shooting?" I'm like, "I couldn't help it. I was just, it was so wonderful." You're just like, 
you're just like, you know, shooting. You're holding like this camera that weighs as much as a fucking pistol grip shotgun. And you're kind of like your eyes are starting to get glassy. And you're like, I got to stay in the moment. Hold it together. Hold it together. And then it's like, you know, it's one o'clock in the morning. You're crying at the Mark McDonald's drive through. <laughs> and then you just like, you're just, you know, chicken nuggets are fucking falling out of your face on the way home. And it's just, a, it's just a, you're a foggy mess. The outside driving home is a foggy mess. And you wake up and you're still a fucking foggy mess. So my advice is after a long day of shooting, go home, shower, brush your teeth, make sure you have some food in your system, take your vitamins, take your vitamins, and then go to bed. And get and then deal with the next day. Um, so, yeah, that's the – that's I mean, it's not perfect. I'm not perfect now. And I gave myself as much time as possible before I started recording the podcast. Oh, uh, the mess. So another thing is there is a company, there are companies out there that they're contracted to set up the tents, set up the tents in the venue there. And then there are the, there's the companies that are contracted to oversee the catering and the food. The one issue we did have was there was nobody contracted to oversee the cleanup. So when you've got a lot of glasses and drinks and food and cake and cupcakes and trash and bottles, well, there was nobody there to clean it up. So I was trying to get all these drunk people back on a bus to get them back to the hotel. We've got trash everywhere, all of the tables. So who has to clean it up? Well, I don't say, I'm not going to tell you who has to clean it up. I'll tell you who did clean it up, and that was the bridesmaids, and they weren't happy about it. I mean, there was one in particular who wasn't, who, I don't remember her name, but she was not pleased. She's like, whatever, I'll just fucking clean up this shit. Well, you're supposed to hold on to the wedding cake. Guess we won't be fucking doing that. Smash. Here, just take the whole, this whole wedding cake, which actually was quite tasty, by the way. It had like a custardy kind of texture and takes the whole thing and just throws it right in the trash. Anybody want these cupcakes? Because I'm not fucking keeping them. Smash all the cupcakes. Brownies. Smash. Pieces of glass. Beautiful mirrors. Whole setup. Just. Didn't care. Throw them in the trash. Cops just stand there like, okay. And just once that was done, I'm like, let's just let her have her moment. And obviously alcohol fueled somewhat. And then once that was all done. But I did manage to rescue. Um, Obviously, there's like little pieces of like memorabilia. Memorabilia. Uh, from these events. So one of the things was these shot glasses. And there was like, there's like a hundred of them. And, like, maybe five or six people grab some. So, but, I mean, I managed to grab a few before uh, things got all thrown out. So, if, if I guess if anybody is looking for a shot glass from a, for a wedding, well, um, I, you can just uh, email me at positivesarcasmoutlook.com or you can hit me up through social media, slide in my DMs. I got, um... I don't know. I got a, I got a few. So if if you want, um, if you want, uh, uh, you know, a a, a, a a shot glass, you can just email me. I got. I mean, if you're from the wedding party, that'd be that'd be preferred. You can just email me, and I'll I'll mail it to you. You can go ahead and just you know send me your address, and I'll I'll get this over to you. But um, I I got a few of them. So if if you want some, just just let me know. Um, yeah, they're nice. They say Mr. and Mrs. on them, and they got the date and everything. Wait. The date's wrong. Oh, the date's wrong. 
So yeah, due to COVID, they were supposed to get married in May. They were they were supposed to get married in May, and that didn't happen. So these, I mean, I just shot the wedding yesterday, and these say May 30th, 2020. So, you know, I mean, I guess better late than never. But yeah, just to let you know, these are this was supposed to be for a different thing. So yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, there's that. So. Uh, I got a few of them, so if you just want to email me at positivesarcasm at outlook.com, you can go ahead and uh, do that. And I'll, if you're part of the wedding party, I'll I'll send you one. You know, so. But yeah, I got, I got, I got a few of them. But so yeah, I managed to rescue those. Fix that. So uh, okay, well, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, I'm fucking exhausted, and I mean, we'll see. Just. Look out for that video. I've got to work on it in two parts. So I got to do the actual wedding portion, and then I have to do the second part, and we'll see how that pans out. So I'm going to shoot in two parts. I'm going to edit in two parts. Once I finish doing part one, and that looks good, I'll work on part two, and then smash them together. But we're at 23 minutes. I'm done. Like, I'm fucking done for today. Like, I cannot think. I can't. I can barely feel, and I'm exhausted, and I've got a lot of, like, self-care and other digital work to do. So until then, you can find me on also on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You can also find me um, through my website, positivesarcasm.com. If you have questions about anything, comments, concerns, just go ahead and hit me up there. If you want one of these shot glasses, send me an email with your information. I'll ship it over to you. <laughs> or if the bride and groom want them back, you can, just, you can also hit me up as well. Uh, I don't know if they have them, but they weren't sober at the time of the uh, at the time of me grabbing them or rescuing them per se. Sorry, I couldn't save the cake. I wasn't thinking clearly. Uh, but in the meantime, you can subscribe to this podcast: iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, anywhere where his podcasts are available. You can go and hit me up through there. Um, in the meantime, I guess okay. For those of you just listening to the podcast, uh, it, it's me, my microphone. And then there's a dog right in front of me. Like if you're, but if you watch the podcast, it's just, um, the dog, like just right in front of me. So yeah, he's kind of blocking my view. So I guess we're done here. Um, I'd like to thank you all for listening, watching and subscribing. Find me on all social media, subscribe to the podcast, hit up the Robin hood app or be free, feel free to donate in any way, shape or form. Um, so I guess I'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation.
PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, PositiveSarcasm.com slash donate.